0: another episode of the Snowy's Camping Show. I'm Lauren and I'm here with Ben. How you going, Ben?
1: Good, Lauren. How oh, are you today? Yeah,
0: pretty good. Today we are talking about a hot topic, which is minimalism. It seems like a hot word at the moment, but specifically packing your car or and, and your gear and all of that jazz like a minimalist when you're going away. And that's a pretty important topic that you're all across because I know you've mentioned before that you're quite a particular person when it comes to this sort of thing, but I'm not. It's not my area of expertise. It's not my forte. I don't pack the car, um, but you do. So you're going to take it away with this one, aren't you? Uh,
1: pro- probably, yeah. I've got a bit to say. Um, I guess I've all, I have I come from a hiking background, so I'm one of those people who's got a spreadsheet with all my gear weighed and I would add <laughs> it up and that's what would go into my backpack. Yeah, right. Mm, excuse me. Um Since having a family, I have been packing a car rather than a backpack and Mm -hmm. I've kind of applied the same thing to my car. Mm -hmm. It probably drives my wife a little bit loopy. Mm -hmm. Um, But I I do have a, a process and I do find packing the car probably one of The most frustratingly enjoyable things about camping, I I enjoy packing it. Frustrating when it doesn't fit how I want it to fit. But when you get that scenario where it all fits in nicely, everything's accessible that you want accessible, it just feels good, right?
0: I love playing Tetris when I was a kid, so I guess I can relate from that perspective. Yeah,
1: well, it's like that, right? It's it's Tetris. So there's new tubs. I I don't know how many iterations of things I've been through to try and make it all fit. Mm. Um, But I've got a setup now and it usually all gets thrown upside down when the kids rock up with another bag and I'm like, I didn't plan for another bag of toys yeah, in the car. It I don't, wasn't on my spreadsheet. No, I, sh- <laughs> I needed to know about that a week ago. Anyway, um, I think I'll get into my, how I pack my car mm. a bit later because it is a minimalist sort of scenario and I, I don't use all the drawers and all of those extra things to mm. make it easy because of weight considerations. But I will touch a little bit more on weight because this is something I've researched a little more um, in recent times, sort of on the back of uh, a, a video that another YouTuber, Ronnie Dahl, um, put out and um, the response another YouTuber who I hadn't heard of before but Tyler Thompson Mm -hmm. um, made on his uh, video and it turned into a big topic and that's around
0: because it's not just about packing light and not taking unnecessary equipment it's more serious than that ultimately
1: what's it's it's a vehicle the illegal legal or or weights that your vehicle itself Mm. is equipped to be able to safely carry okay and probably the big red flag here is if you're outside of these weights then It's an easy out for insurance should there be an accident. There's two things to sort of cover, and that's roof load ratings when it Mm -hmm. comes to a roof rack and also gross vehicle mass. Okay. Um, Gross vehicle mass, I'll sort of cover off on quickly now, but that's the maximum weight that your vehicle can legally carry. So once you've got all the people in there, all the fuel in there and everything, Mm -hmm. how much it can actually carry. And I encourage people just to have a look at their GVM of their vehicle, it's gross vehicle okay. mass is GVM, yep. which is usually on a, a compliance plate on the car somewhere or check your, um, the manual that came with your car. And have a look at what the curb weight is of your vehicle. You can jump on redbook.com and find all these details.
0: Stupid question, but what's a curb weight?
1: Okay, so... This I, I, And I'm not an expert on okay. this. This is based on my research. There's three things. There's tear weight, which is basically what the car weighs when it comes out of the factory with a right. small amount of fuel in it, I okay. think, and maybe the essential oils. But curb weight is the car not with any people or cargo in it, but ready to drive. So, it's got a full fuel yeah, tank. in full operation full mode. Full operation before no you put passengers. anything in. Okay. But you've, but you've yep. got a fuel with – full with oil, fuel, all of that. It's mm-hmm. ready to go. Mm-hmm. And then you've got your your gross vehicle mass. Mm -hmm. Now, that's the difference – or that's, sorry, the maximum that your vehicle can legally carry. Okay. So, the amount you can put in the vehicle is your difference between your curb weight and your gross vehicle mass, right? Okay. And it's not as much as some people might think. Yeah, right. By the time you add four bodies in there in in a vehicle – jerry cans water all of that heavy stuff mm. you'd be pretty surprised how quickly that can add up and how soon you might be over your gvm now i meant to bring in some show and tell today on the gvms of my vehicle and i can't for the life of me recall what it is mm-hmm. but i haven't waited for a while but i reckon i'd be pretty close to the limit with four kids in there all the gear water for say a, a week away so of mm-hmm. 40 liters of water is 40 kilos right there um I mean, you throw an extra spare tire in there, there's another 40, 50 kilos as well. Mm. And you're probably talking around about sort of 400 kilos you've got between curb weight and and gross vehicle mass. I don't quote so me on you, that. I think GVM
0: that's it is. takes into consideration your roof rack load as well, but you can look at your roof rack load also has to be assessed separate. in its own right right so
1: gvm includes everything that those four wheels are carrying now you can get upgrades and that sort of thing we won't go into that now but just have a look and understand it because if you have an accident and i'm sure there's a lot of vehicles out there with steel rear bars steel bull bars steel roof racks two spare tyres that are way over their GVM. Yeah, right. And insurance is just going to give you a big red cross if anything happens. Right, so okay. Because just, just- that
0: was going to be my next question. It's like in 35 years of essentially camping, I don't reckon anybody's ever pulled over the vehicle that we're in. Like, I mean, obviously you see way stations and stuff for trucks and commercial vehicles but not for personal vehicles. So, you know, from my perspective it's like, oh, is it even important? But obviously it is.
1: Well, it is for the safety of the car, the handling of the car. Yeah. It also affects your fuel efficiency and- And that's how the vehicle that whole topic off-road. as well but at the
0: moment because yeah. petrol prices obviously- expensive. Are, They're expensive. They've yeah. gone up a lot recently. So, yeah, yep. yeah fuel, okay, fuel consumption but, and-
1: But, you know, the thing that surprised me the most is one that I've looked into more detail recently because I've always been aware of GVM and I've sort of worked out roughly. I think I'm, I think I'm about right. You mm. can go to a weighbridge and weigh your vehicle to get it once you've loaded it up. Mm. But roof loadings are quite surprising- all right, now okay. I'm going to pull some figures out here. I, I've i got a Nissan Patrol, Y61 Patrol, and you've got to dig pretty deep to find these figures, right? But in the manual, mm-hmm. it says that the cargo, like the cargo and the roof rack for the roof that can mm-hmm. go on top of the roof mm-hmm. can't exceed 100 kilos, okay? Okay. That, that's cargo and roof rack. Is
0: this the manual of your roof racks or the manual of your car? Of the car. Okay. This is
1: not, no roof rack. Okay. Um, so if I get a roof rack, I've got a roof rack on there, and I haven't actually weighed it, but my research indicates that it's a, probably around about thirty-five kilos. It's an aluminium flat rack with about two point two meters, I think. Yeah, it's probably about thirty-five kilos. Okay, so I've got one hundred kilos. Take thirty-five. Right, so I've now got sixty five kilos left. Of, of so, yeah, of course, your there.
0: roof load is everything that you put on the roof, including your including roof. Racks. the rack, that's ah, right. Okay. Now it's
1: different for different vehicles. I think some of the land cruisers may have more.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, and
1: it can depend on the mounting ways roof racks are mounted. And if you are interested in, in a little bit more about how the roof racks are mounted, jump on uh Tyler Thompson's YouTube video because it's, it's really interesting what okay. he looked at there and he went into a lot of detail asking Rhino Rack mm-hmm. um about their fixing systems. And I think is he reads just um, I, I don't quote me on a date. I think his video was recent. Okay. Um, but I know Ronnie Ronnie Dale's video was recent, and the conversation I, I've just noticed has been a bit bigger lately. Okay. So so I've got sixty five kilos that I can put on my, on my roof, but that's on road. Now I can't find any information in my Nissan manual about this, but Rhino Rack themselves have a lot of information. I should just mention now that we don't sell roof racks there's no brand affiliation yep. or anything here yep. this is just research that i've done that i think as as a 4 drive community we should be aware of mm. they say that for their flat roof systems there's an on-road rating and an off-road rating okay now, an off-road rating you divide your on-road rating by 1.6 the on-road or the total weight by 1.6 Anyway, what it comes out to is that for my roof rack, I can put just over 40 kilos of stuff on there. Off-road. So, uh, off-road. Which... So I can, I can put 100 kilos on the roof. I put a 35-kilo rack on there. And on that 35-kilo rack, I can put just over 40 kilos. But the roof rack itself is probably rated to 200. Yeah. So how many – If I, I now drive around the roads just looking at cars and just quickly adding up the weight of jerry cans. And mm-hmm. rooftop tents, right, they're 50 kilos – Rooftop top a, tents. I think there's a four-person like,
0: tent. Yeah,
1: 60 kilos. plus even. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. So first thing I did was take my awning off because I've got going back into the lightweight packing thing here. Yeah. I try and take things that always have two uses. Okay. My awning has one use, or uh, let's say two. It's got for shade and rain. Yeah. But I don't use it that often because I'm usually driving the car. If I put the awning up, I've got to take it down every time I want to drive a car. So yeah. I use the awning on my tent. So there's 15 kilos I could say straight away. Yeah. Out of that. 40 kilos that i've got I, mm-hmm. I take an rv tent which is a heavy tent and i put a swag up there and a, and a gas bottle and i'm probably still pushing the limits of yeah, what i can have on my roof
0: and you know people obviously often will mount their awnings and leave it on there all the time and then they're adding more stuff on and obviously if you're not aware of like me i had no idea about any of this sort of stuff so i'm just like what yeah but if your roof if your actual roof load is so small but people would just be going off the capacity of their roof racks because that makes sense like you buy a roof rack and and it's rated to this capacity then of course you can put that much on
1: easily done yeah Yeah. and you add a a spare tire up there as well Mm -hmm. like there's a lot of cars that would be way over the limit now i like i said i'm not an First-hand expert on this. This is purely yeah. based on my research because I tend to go a little bit too far on these mm-hmm. things and look into it and my wife's kind of shrugging her shoulders going, why? Everyone else does it.
0: And it's obviously a big topic from well, what you've seen in the the broader community as I, well. I think
1: it is because yeah. it's going to handle uh, – it's not just for the safety of me and my family, it's for the other users on the road too of because course. the handling of that vehicle is going to change with all that weight on the top, which is mm-hmm. why these manufacturers will give these ratings, right? If yep. you're taking a corner with a significant amount of weight on the top, you're top heavy, you're going you're to roll over – Insurance is going to go. Well, you're yeah, top heavy. I'm, top heavy. Sorry, and also just forward.
0: quickly interjecting, it's also one of the reasons why when um, you folks call up, we can't actually provide you with advice over the phone of how to mount your awning or your rooftop tent to your specific roof rack setup because yep. we just we're not qualified to do to do that. Um, and obviously, this conversation sheds a lot more light on why. Yeah. So yeah. So
1: we're going to yeah details on on. Um, on all of that, because because we can't, we can't. But a yeah. good roof rack installer should give you the right advice of or course. install it in the right way. And there's also information around the, whether whether the roof racks are riveted on, or in my case, I've got actual gutter mounts on mm-hmm. the side, and I believe they're some of the strongest things. So um, I won't dig in much more detail on that. It's a little bit more of a. Sort of a not not that exciting and serious type yep. of topic, but I just encourage you just to think about it. Just yeah. have a look at your manual and just have a think about how you're loading your car to make it safe. Mm-hmm. But to step onto how you pack the car to try and make it safe. Yes, so the first enough thing, about roofs. Yeah, that's yep. it. Well, the first thing I did was take the awning off. Doesn't okay. have enough uses. Yeah, I can make do with a with a tarp tied to the side of my car if I need an awning at a pinch. So I now just have the tent because it doesn't go inside the car. I have got a double swag can't fit it inside the car and my. Um, my gas bottle because I don't mm-hmm. want to carry that inside the car. That's yep. on my roof. Mm-hmm. I think I'm probably still just on the, on the limits of what it could be. I try to pull everything down inside the car. Mm-hmm. And the other important thing with vehicle weights is to pack the weight down low. So jerry cans on the roof, fuel on the roof, is top heavy. Try yeah. and have it low. So okay. First things I did when I looked at all this was uh, see to like someone have brought up these um, soft water containers now like oh I yeah soft have, cell, the so soft cell water, water, cell, water. Called, yeah, sorry, water yeah. Cell. Yep. um so i replaced all my hard 10 liter jerry cans with those because mm-hmm. i can lay them flat down in, in the back of my car now the back of my car i've put a shelf in there i didn't go draw systems or anything because those draw systems weigh 150 kilos right yeah so i've got 150 kilos in there so i can put all weight in so there's like that's it didn't make sense to me when i've only got say
0: 400
1: kilos i've got 150 kilos just for two drawers yeah so i've just put one shelf in there which i don't know what the weight would be but it'd be far less than 150 kilos and i can now put the water cells underneath that so the water's down low those soft water cells i'm happy to put one or two of those in the footwell of the rear seat which is the other side of the cargo barrier because they're they're heavy but they're soft items so if something happens that it's going to be a fair whack in the head but it better than a hard jerry can flicking around the cabin. Yeah. And I don't carry a second spare wheel anymore because it doesn't make sense to add all this extra strain on the vehicle to maybe need a second spare. So I don't carry okay. that now. It's an extra 50 kilos. You're talking kilos about a second
0: spare, not because my brain straight away went oh, no, no, to, oh, you just don't not, have not a spare. Not two spare wheels. No, not One two spare, wheel, right. not two spare yep. wheels. So
1: I don't take a second spare wheel, because that's a big topic. It's a whole 50, yep. 60 kilos. It's extra extra wear and tear on the vehicle. This is my opinion. Mm-hmm. So I, I leave it off. I've got tyre repair kits. So I can probably get out of trouble if I need to yeah. or ask for help or get to the next town. So I don't take that to try and drop the weight down. Um, everything I take, I try and make sure it's got at least two uses. So if it's a if it's a tarp, mm. it's for shelter. It's for rain. It's for lying on. If I need to get under the car, it's for a lunch mat for, for picnic. Yeah. Um, I've got a bag that sits on the back of the spare wheel. That's my rubbish bag. It also carries like all the bits I don't want inside the car, like my toilet seat and um, like the muddy tarps and that sort of thing. So it kind of has multiple uses. So a big thing we're trying to save weight is to try and think about. Having two uses for everything you put in the car, yeah, and we haven't even got on to how I pack the car with trying to keep it lightweight, but I dropped my ice box. I think we had another episode or we have talked you and I've talked before about using a fridge in an icebox scenario. I looked at my ice box and I thought that's a it holds on my food, but it's really heavy, and I've replaced it all with these just white crates from from a hardware shop that weigh a portion of what the ice box does i don't all my cold stuff stays in the fridge, so I kind of it. it I lose the ability to kind of have that temperature controlled environment with the icebox, <laughs> but I use um, the other tubs to uh, store fruit and veg and that sort of thing. Stacked in there, I can fit more in because. I'm, I'm losing that four or five centimeters each side insulation. of insulation okay i can stack it in easier which then gives me more space in there to put the things that otherwise when i feel the boot i go oh i just chuck it on the roof yeah so i'm trying to get everything into the boot and all of those funny little sort of triangular spaces and that sort of thing in the rear of the car i'm trying to use all of those to store things and having a think about how I really want to go into more detail here, um, but it's it's probably a long episode, and I probably really just sh- show some photos, or maybe we'll, we'll do some yeah. video of it sometime. But use all the little nooks and crannies, and think about how you pack it. So the stuff you don't need all the time, so all your spare parts and that sort of thing can kind of go at the back. Mm. Your kitchen stuff, your table and chairs, all that sort of thing. Wants to go at the front so you can access it easily for a lunch stop or when you set up camp. The table wants to be the last thing you put in and the first thing you pull out because it's one of those go-to things. It's where everything kind of congregates to when you, as you pack up, you just leave it on the table and then throw it in the car. So I think and I've rattled it on for longer. I'll you see if have, you've got any but
0: I'm, I have a question that's coming up in my head. I mean, the first thing I can think of is, well, if you're close to exceeding your GVM, then just get a trailer.
1: You could, if okay, you're good not, point. if you're
0: not already towing a caravan or a camp trailer. Or maybe you are like more of say a camp trailer or a trailer where there there is additional storage space. What sort of you know you don't tow one obviously, but do no. how does all of this conversation about weights and GVM and all that then affect whether or not you're also packing a trailer full of gear? Yep,
1: yeah, that's a good one. I, not one I'm an expert on because I don't tow. Reason I don't tow is that I don't want two extra wheel bearings to extra tyres, all okay. of those extra things to worry mm-hmm. about. But that's not to say it's the wrong thing to do. Some people are happy to tow. Yeah. And it does level out how you pack the vehicle. I'm a minimalist and I – have probably train my family to to sort of do the same, same thing. thing. Um, yeah, I've always light. thought if you've got the space, you just fill it up. So if you've got a trailer, you end up taking more. You're then towing more, using more fuel. Mm. Like I said, you've got two more axle or another axle, two more wheel bearings and that sort of thing to, to work out. And also uh, accessibility gets affected a little bit. If you're towing, you've got to go, got to think about can the trailer get to where I'm yeah. going as well? <clears throat> Excuse me. If you're bogged on a beach, um, you probably shouldn't be towing a trailer there anyway, but it's easier yeah. if you've just got the vehicle, provided it's not overloaded. So
0: that's right. I mean, there would be a lot of people out there who have four plus people in their families and maybe have full drives they've got an extra kid in the back in one so they're, they're limited in their space that they can pack in the back of their car already that would literally just go i'll just chuck it on the roof you know yep. with one of those big canvas bags or, or one of those travel pods or something like that because if you've got roof racks and then a travel pod you're probably already close to your weight your roof weight anyway likely um so yeah that that sort of then in my mind, I was like, oh, well then, you know, a trailer. And I guess a lot of people maybe if they're having a large family might already have a camper trailer. So there's extra storage space and things like that. But it's definitely food for thought because nothing of what you've said is anything that I would have ever considered (laughs) personally. (laughs) But
1: it says a a camper trailer. I had a camping trip recently where – Actually, the last two camping trips have been with the same friends. The first trip they had issues with the wiring going into a a campsite and he spent a heap of time trying to fix the wiring because he hit a rut and it just kind of tore the wiring loom out and he had to fix all that on the go. Next camping trip, they unpacked the camper when they got to the campsite and found out a mouse had gotten in while it was was parked at home Mm. and then they had to spend a heap of time cleaning all all the camper trailers. So to me, I think I'm avoiding those things because I don't have it. But that's just my way of camping. I'm a a, a minimalist. Yeah, it lines
0: up with that minimalism. That's right, Mm. yeah. Well, it's definitely a lot to think about and there's a lot of food for thought and also I I, um, can foresee a lot of other spin-off discussions coming from this.
1: Yep, I think so. What do you use to play the tubs you use to pack in the car, how how you do it, how you carry the food, I think Mm. we'll cover off on – sort of packing food for healthy eating and that or fresh eating and that sort of thing is quite a, quite a bit to talk about there but I think what I really wanted I think I've been rattling on about this this sort of weights topic for a little bit now what I really wanted to get out of this was just to say to people just have a think about how heavy your car is yeah um, for for your insurance purposes. For the safety of the people in your car, and the safety of our users on the road as well. Yeah. Um, and also probably just for wear and tear on your vehicle, because if you're if you're overloading your vehicle, you're trashing the tyres. So much stress
0: on yeah. All
1: the suspensions under more pressure and those sort of things, and you're probably increasing the likelihood that you're going to have issues with your car. So, I just wanted to put it out there to say, think about these things. Just have a look, understand your vehicle. It can be really hard to stick to the parameters that are outlined for your vehicle, mm-hmm. you can't just go out the next day and just strip a heap of stuff out. If you're stuck with an awning or you're stuck with a certain tense or whatever, you might kind of need to think, um, I need to, how, how can I, or if I buy again, how can I buy lighter?
0: Buy lighter. What, can, what can I do yeah. just to keep
1: trimming the weight down? You're going to travel further. You're going to you're going to go to more remote places. You're going to save fuel on the save way there. You're going to save maintenance in your car, all of those sort of things. So yeah. just think about total weight of your vehicle. Um, the weight that goes on your roof rack. I mean, I was thinking, do I even need roof racks? Yeah. Because- I'm only putting 40 kilos on a 35 kilo roof rack it yeah. mass dust so it doesn't, doesn't make sense doesn't add up so, yeah yeah. just think about it mm. I reckon and how I pack the car I reckon what we need to do is a video we'll, we'll have some photos that support this to show how I do it because yeah. I'm a very minimalist sort of packer absolutely uh, and we'd and be keen to hear about others absolutely
0: love to see um, any of you folks out there if you've got a particular way you like to pack your car or set things up jump onto our Facebook group get involved in this discussion um, we also subscribe to wherever you listen to your podcasts um the snowy's camping show show. you can find our show notes there if there's anything we've talked about or anything we need to expand on yeah um but otherwise
1: let us know what you want us to talk about in future. if you've got any ideas and check out snowys.com.au if you want to grab some gear to lighten up your load need a new tent whatever it is you need to save or shave some pounds off your vehicle (laughs) (laughs) absolutely (laughs)
0: well we'll see you next week see you guys